Hey, how's it going, CJ? Hey, baby Frick. <laughs> oh damn it! It autocorrected. Whatever. I'll be baby Frick. <laughs> Welcome to the Star Wars Skinny, where we give you the skinny on all things Star Wars uh, right after, after we get skinny. I haven't gotten skinny yet, though. Um, neither has Zach, because it is 8 a.m. his time. We're going to talk about the Rise of Skywalker. I'm here with Zach. Hey, guys. How's it going? Um, yeah, no, I'm not, I have not gotten skinny yet, which is unfortunate. I got skinny before the last podcast I was on, but... Don't worry, I'm going to make up for it. I'm going to be going to the gym uh, about 12 o'clock my time today. All right. There will be plenty of getting skinny happening here. Don't worry about it. We're going to podcast now. Um, Zach, why, why do you want to talk about The Rise of Skywalker? I watched it last night just for you. Uh, I had a good time, but yeah. you, you, you Well, that's good. Um, so basically, I... It was all thanks to you, CJ. Um, I was listening to you and Kenny go through, like, The Last Jedi and just, like, throughout listening to your podcast, like, you, liked talked about, okay, actually, the sequels aren't that bad. The sequels aren't that bad, essentially. And that's what I heard a lot. And so I was like, you know what? Fine, CJ, fine. I'm going to sit here and I'm going to watch through all of them again because... I don't know if I mentioned this one of the last times we talked, but I had only watched them once in theaters and that's it. Oh, and so I never, I, so I never had sat down and just watched seven, eight and nine all in full, like back to back to see how they connect. I will say that um, because of me doing it this time, I, they're still not my favorites, but like, they do actually connect pretty well with one another. And I know that was one of my biggest complaints, especially when me and Ty did our podcast on like why we didn't like the sequels. I was like, yeah, they just didn't really like seem like they connected, but they did connect pretty well with one another. Like if you watch them back to back, like yeah, force awakens connects with last Jedi pretty well along with last Jedi you know, leading into Rise of Skywalker pretty well. Yeah, and really, you watch anything back-to-back, you're going to find connections between them, like, even if they're not supposed to be back-to-back. I, I, I think I've tried doing some weird Star Wars orders before and be like, oh, that connects to this, and it's all one big universe. But No, yeah. yeah. With, with the sequels, yeah, they connect fairly well. I think any issues that I have with any of them, mostly Rise of Skywalker, it's usually, like, the little stuff where they're, like, kind of retconning something from the last movie, and I'm like, that's just annoying, stop doing that. But no, other yeah. than that, like other than these little plot things, like I really love like the, the overall themes and stuff of the, the sequels. Good stuff. Um, I know. I think we talked to each other about this either. Uh, it could have been Ty's podcast, but it could have been our uh, Vizsla um, podcast as well. They did a really good job. Like the thing that I like about Rice's Skywalker, like enjoy in general, I liked it when I first watched it. Legit for the fact that Palpatine returned, and yeah. I know a lot of people hated it because <laughs> Palpatine returned. Um, but uh, I've enjoyed this movie a lot more now, having the Bad Batch and Mandalorian uh, knowledge. 
that it gave us when it came to like cloning, I was like, yeah, unfortunately we have to use other product, uh, Star Wars products to like make this make sense. But at the same time, like if you're a Star Wars fan, like, and just love anything Star Wars, like that is helpful and it makes this movie more enjoyable in my opinion. Yeah. And watching it last night, like, yeah, they have like one line in there where like one of the rebel guys is like, Oh, cloning secrets only the Sith knew. And like, that's probably enough to say like, yeah, he's back. Don't worry about it. But like, Mm -hmm. I, I enjoy having a little bit more explanation, but I don't think I needed bad batch and Mando to like fill in that gap, but I'm glad they're doing it because it's getting more people on board with it. It feels a little bit more, uh, natural. I, I wanted to yeah. say natural, but I, yeah, yeah. But it, it's it's starting to fit together a little better. Um, I also like. Well, okay. Before we really get into this too much, I also will say that I'm officially a uh, Star Wars skinny um, super fan. I have I've watched. Uh, I've listened now since our just last conversation a couple days ago. I finished off the last. Bits, bits and pieces I needed to finish. Wait, you're all caught and up? So I'm all caught up. I I have listened to, I think there's like 87 episodes now. I've listened to all 87. So my voice has been in your ears for <laughs> at least probably 87 hours, maybe maybe less than 87. 80 hours? Two full like weeks. Pretty much. Um. Well, yeah. How, what do you think? <laughs> oh my god, bro. I... <laughs> I'm excited to hear the next um, the next game. song you come up with. Oh, honestly. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, <laughs> do I have anything in the works? What's the next? Ahsoka is the next show. I think I I did like an Ahsoka episode for Tales of the Jedi with my sister, and I had like like hummed I like hummed something. I can do better than that. I'll I'll have something for Ahsoka. It's just it's not that much effort. Like I'm not like making beats or anything. It's mostly just acapella. no, yeah. No, I, I I could tell that, but I was like, bro, like, we had the Rebel Roundup, we've had <laughs> Obi Wan Kenobi SpongeBob team, like this. I was like, I know, um, what you did on our podcast, you did the the Bad Batch and Beyond. <laughs> I, I barely even used that one, but yeah, I'm, I'm very proud of that one too. Um, and then nothing for Mando. No, nothing. My Mando coverage has been very lackluster. So, but um, that those things, it just <laughs> I remember last time we talked, I was like, yeah, those things like trip me out at the beginning, but like it's just so unique to to your podcast that I'm just like, yeah, no, this this is a good time. <laughs> awesome. I gotta bring so, I gotta bring back like the cold opens, the funny the funniest song at the beginning. I've been lazy lately, but you know you've inspired me. Um, this this episode. <laughs> Listeners, this episode is going to have some sort of intro. I don't know what it is yet. I'll figure it out when I post it. It could take me a week to post it while I figure that out. But this right. episode is going to have a fun intro. <laughs> that you already have heard. All right. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I I'm, I'm going to have to get to, get into this uh, because I have like I know I told you about this, but I have like two and a half pages of notes. That's, that's insane. I took notes last night. I don't know how many pages it is. It's just in my notes app on my phone. But yeah, I'll let you take the lead then. You've got a lot going. So we start off this movie um, with Kylo uh, going to 
pretty much like it he finds Palpatine. Is that where this system's at? The Mustafar system? I think so. Yeah. <laughs> they, they never said it in the movie. Just like a lot of things. I was, I was, I was like, I don't know. Maybe you could be right. I, it would have been so no cool if, if we, that was like in, confirmed in the movie at all. Like it looks like Mustafar on the outside, like in the opening shot, and then like you get there and there's a bunch of trees, and I don't remember ever seeing any trees on Mustafar, but it's a different part. Right. Um. No, I just the whole part with Palpatine and Kylo at the beginning, like. I didn't really, like, paid much attention, like, when I first watched it, but, like, I liked all the small little details. Like, you can, uh, like, Palpatine's like, yeah, I've, like, been manipulating you, essentially. I've used Vader's voice. I've used Snoke's voice, like, inside your head. Like, pretty much Palpatine just had another Skywalker, like Anakin, to manipulate and stuff and, you know, further turn Ben into a dark side user which i just thought that was really unique um i don't know if a lot of people would see it see it that way but i i thought it was unique that uh palpatine once again you know he manipulated anakin for so long he did the exact same thing to so ben solo so yeah even if it wasn't palpatine like i remember like you kind of got those bits and pieces about how snoke manipulated uh ben like in like dialogue like with han and luke and leia and in the right. Force awakens or whatever but like e- having it even be palpatine is even more of a connection which is um i, I don't know about i don't know how much i i love that it's palpatine i mean i think that the beginning of this movie is a little jarring it's like oh palpatine yeah. is back you, you start off with the crawl and all that like but once you get over the fact that he's back like it's it's very fun that he's back i, I really love the character of palpatine and it brings back all the the pre- prequel uh vibes good stuff um, so one of the things with this rewatch, when I was watching Ray, I have to take back my statements on it, but like, I think a lot of people should take their statements back on it. Um, Ray struggles to understand the force in all honesty. And the only times we really see her like, like be quote-unquote overpowered is like you could tell she's embracing like a dark side to her in my opinion i thought she's like super oh sorry keep going oh no i was just i was just gonna say like i know people just were like oh she like knew how to use a lightsaber immediately and i was like not really because if you watch the force awakens movie like she's trying to use it like her staff rather than a lightsaber and like you just you could see the the struggle she has with it up to closer to the ending of this movie. And even at the end of this movie, like she, it was kind of like all the Jedi were helping her, you know, like, I, I feel like she was still struggling closer and closer to like when she had the battle with Palpatine. Yeah. And I think this movie sets, sets her up so well to be like this endearing character that isn't like perfect because like she's struggling to connect with the Jedi all of her friends are going out on missions and she's like staying back training because she feels like she isn't ready. Like I found that to not relatable is maybe the wrong word, but like, yeah, I found that to be a, a really good character trait for her. And yeah, it kind of goes against all, all the fan reactions of saying like, Oh, she's too powerful. Like I get it. Like she's our only Jedi character. She's going to do some cool things in these movies, but it's like, it's cool that they were like making her a very human character. Definitely someone you can relate with watch, watching these movies. I think all of the main cast, 
in the sequels are like really decent characters and they all um i don't know i really like the, the chemistry that the whole cast has together too so it's really easy to like put yourself in the shoes of any of them no yeah i don't know i just watching through these movies for the second time ever like you could honestly really see that ray struggles yeah. like like a lot in these movies like there's just so many like small little details that if you're really paying attention you're like yeah no she's she's not she's like everyone complains about the fight scenes and uh i don't know i'm like bro the fight scenes make sense like they they're not gonna be anakin versus obi-wan revenge of the sith because that's not how trained ray is Maybe, you know. maybe that's what we'll see in this new Ray movie. Like after she's had 15 years of Jedi training, she's connected with all the Jedi before. We're gonna get some fun stuff like fights everyone's there. Oh know. yeah, but no, yeah, oh I yeah, Ray, I, I think so. Ray, like, yeah, her struggles, like as far as like fighting, obviously, like she's not a perfect fighter or anything, but like also just like relationship wise and and emotionally, like she has like a line to Finn, like everybody thinks they know me, but they don't. Like she's clearly struggling with a lot throughout this movie and like probably all the all the sequels i didn't do my i didn't do a full rewatch with you i just did this movie but yeah i i really connected a lot with ray this time around yeah i i didn't feel like it was it would have been an accurate uh thing if i just watched rise of skywalker and i was like okay cj i need to go through and watch the sequels just in general um but i also enjoyed that like lando came back for this movie too yeah. Uh, that was a cool little just like feature like you know he didn't have to have a lot of lines it was just like oh he's still alive like because yeah. you know we didn't we didn't really hear much about him in the other two movies exactly him and Palpatine really like the like these are two characters that kind of came out of nowhere for the finale and it is it's the finale of Star Wars the Skywalker saga like I think having those two not cameos but have those two characters return just like made it feel a lot bigger and like the wrap up to everything. Like, yeah, of course Lando's going to be here. It's it's the final movie. Of course Palpatine's going to be here. He's a crazy Sith Lord. Like, yeah, he'll be here. Like, it felt no, like a wrap up to all. Like, I I know they had a lot to wrap up, and they could have done more prequel tie-ins that would have made us prequel boys happy. But like, it felt like a tie tie up of all three trilogies because of that. Uh-huh. No, yeah, I totally agree with you uh, on that. It's still, okay, I will say, though, it's still weird to me to this day to watch um, Princess Leia in this last movie. Yeah. Just because, like, I know she had passed before this movie came out. Yeah, and I'm, I'm glad she was in it. I'm glad they did something, but it just, it is super awkward at the beginning there, like, where you can tell they're just writing around, like, the the lines that they already had recorded for her, like for like mm-hmm. extra scenes in the force awakens or whatever. And like the things that Ray is saying to her, I'm like, okay, that feels weird that we just are like creating dialogue around this, but like, I think it works. It, yeah. It, it yeah. Me out every time though. No. Yeah. I'm just like, I, I agree. Uh, like after watching it, I'm like, I agree with you and uh, Kenny though, that the last Jedi was a pretty good, just like Leia story for her i mean yes she was you know unconscious for a little bit of it but it was still like it was a good like send-off honestly it um, wasn't she wasn't a movie focus in in this one but yeah i guess mm. in last jedi we got yeah we got her like um 
I, I'm just remembering her floating in space now that you said that, now that she was unconscious. <laughs> but we got to see her, like, be the rebellion leader and kind of pass that leadership off to, like, Poe. And we got to see that kind of carry into this movie. And then also, like, the Holdo stuff. We got to see Leia with, like, a childhood friend all grown up and, like, just... Mm-hmm. Just, you can just feel that history. I don't think she's had like the full focus of any of the movies. It was probably going to be this one, which is unfortunate. If, if she right. didn't pass, I'm guessing she would have had a lot bigger role in this one. But yeah, I, I'm glad that we got closure to Leia's story. If it's if it's her sacrificing her her life for her son and all that, um, or for Ray, or I, however you interpret that sacrifice. But I'm glad yeah. we got something out of her. Well, I also like that. Um like in honor of her like Poe and Finn like join together and become the leaders you know yeah, after afterwards I thought that was really cool that they like you know, were like no like now we're the leaders and stuff like I think that speaks a lot to like the just the connection that like our main characters have and like the the chemistry that they all have together like the actors obviously but also like the, the characters like I I my favorite part about this movie is that it's just like the first time in the sequels that like Ray, Finn, Poe, like they all get to like be a squad and go on missions together where like they were split up for Force Awakens. Like Poe was off doing his own thing in Force Awakens. Everyone was doing their own thing in Last Jedi. It was it was nice to see see them all come back together and get to operate as a as a unit. Right. This does lead into my first First complaint, but like it's a minor one from this movie. Um, the famous meme worthy quote, they fly now. <laughs> yeah. Oh my I... god. It was so cringe. Just because I was like, I'm sorry, but if you're hardcore Star Wars fans, okay, <laughs> you you've seen jetpacks used since the prequels and then if you're even more of a hardcore fan you know those things have been around for way longer than just the prequels <laughs> yeah i remember that was, that was like a clip that they came out with before the movie even came out so i think i was okay with it by the time the i actually saw the movie because it was like on all the, like the late night shows or whatever because like because it was like the clip that they were using to promote the movie but yeah that's a total meme and yeah like you do a little research you find out they have jetpacks sure I, I this movie it's it's all it's a theatrical Star Wars movie. We haven't necessarily seen stormtroopers with jetpacks often. Finn probably hasn't, so I, I can think of reasons why it's okay. But yeah, it was a little a little weird. Yeah, well, like yeah, I was like okay, if I was watching this as a casual fan, like yeah. the sequels were my first movies. Okay, that's yeah. fine. Yeah, but like <laughs> I was like. Sorry, but I was like, you have diehard fans from like you know the seventies and eighties coming to yeah. <laughs> see yeah. this movie, yeah. and and those guys are just gonna laugh at this. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I I don't know who this movie is for. I mean, obviously it's for everyone. It's a Star Wars movie, but like they also like referred to to Palpatine as Palpatine the whole time. Where like he had, he wasn't called Palpatine in the original trilogy. That was just a prequel thing. Like they barely called him the Emperor. I'm like. Are we making this movie for people who have seen all the Star Wars movies? Are we making it just for like the the, the original? It's, it's, it felt like it was trying to pander to everybody, which is great. But yeah, right. things like that, like where you you probably shouldn't ha- assume all this prequel knowledge, but also forget that the prequels exist for some scenes. I don't know. It's 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 it's, it's walking a weird line. No, yeah, I can agree with that statement. Um... Was the most prequel y of the sequels, if that makes sense. Like, the Palpatine no, stuff. I, yeah. I, I totally agree. I feel like 
this yeah this one definitely paid homage to the prequels a lot more than the other two the first one force awakens paid homage to the originals and then the second one honestly just kind of felt like its own thing like last jedi kind of felt like it's its own thing it's it's a sequel movie you know yeah it it did and i feel like the stuff like on luke's island i got prequel energy from that because he's like talking about how the jedi weren't perfect and stuff i'm like oh yeah that kind of makes sense but like this one like I don't know. Just having Palpatine back, of course, made it a little bit more, more prequely because he's he's hamming it up as Palpatine and all that. But like, I don't right. know. Some of some of the di- like not dialogue. What am I trying to say? Like the theme, like the musical cues. I I, I messaged you and I said, like I, I'm listening to it with earbuds. Like the whole like first Palpatine scene. It sounds like if you just close your eyes, you're like this could be this could be from like Revenge of the Sith. This is. Oh yeah, for right. sure. <laughs> Um, speaking about all that kind of stuff, though, uh, when it, when it comes down to it, like, I know there's comics that make these guys more badass, but I still think the Knights, Knights of Ren were, uh, pretty cool to see oh, in this film. I really enjoyed them this time around. They're like, like, a like an evil biker gang that are, like, just chasing yeah. heroes, like, across the galaxy. If you think about it that way, they're pretty cool. <laughs> no, yeah. I was like, okay, I know the comics, and I know they sound a lot more like badass in the comics, but I'm like, they they still did their, like, I, I, I still enjoyed the fact that they even made an appearance in this movie. Yeah, they didn't have to. They were in, like, like one shot of Force Awakens as, like, a flashback or something, and everyone's like, oh, where are the Knights of Ren and Last Jedi? Like, I wasn't dying to see the Knights of Ren, but I'm, I'm glad we saw them, and it kind of, it was, it was kind of a fun scene just knowing that kylo's the master of the knights of ren it was it was fun watching him fight them at the end like oh yeah for sure a good way to show that he had turned i mean they showed it in a couple other ways but like just showing that like yeah this is his past he's fighting them because he's he's fighting for good now like i don't know it was it was good like visual storytelling i also thought it was kind of cool that they like used what was happening in the last jedi where it came to like uh, Ray and Kylo's re, uh, uh, connection with each other through the Force, and like actually being able to touch each other. Yeah. I thought it was kind of cool that they used that to give uh, Kylo the the lightsaber. Yeah, yeah. Like in the fight, like Palpatine's like, "Strike me down with all your anger," and then she like puts the lightsaber behind her back and then comes back with nothing. I'm like, okay. <laughs> like from from just looking at that that view, it's like, okay, we're we're tricking the the evil Sith Master again, just like we did in the Last Jedi. But yeah, mm-hmm. like using using their power, using their connection, um, like she's not striking down in anger. She's helping out somebody else. Like it's all about giving. It's all about um, saving what we love, not fighting what we hate. <laughs> no, yeah. Um, so I get to the part where I see another like portion of Ray embracing the dark side a little bit and like anger. Um, and that was Ray destroying the she the ship that she thought Chewie was on, uh, yeah, and stuff with the uh, Sith lightning. That was like I said, like overall, you could see Ray struggling to you know balance herself between dark side and light side, and this was one of those moments where. You know, she didn't want Kylo. She was upset with Kylo from trying to, like, take Chewie. And, like, she wanted to stop him. And it got to the point where her rage was so, like, 
intense that she used that lightning. And I, I think that was Daisy Ridley's like best acting as Ray in the whole yeah. like, whole trilogy. Because like her her screaming Chewie like gives me goosebumps every time. I know that I've seen this movie a couple times now. I know that Chewie's okay, but like she doesn't, and like that gets me because like she's. I, I don't even want to try to do the scream, but yeah, like and. Yeah, and they just like look her looking at her fingers, like what did I just do? Like I have that power, like doubting who she is, like I don't know, because she had just like had another vision of like, oh, that's the ship that took my parents. Like she's dealing with a lot right now, and like I don't know, right? I think Ray Ray like blows me away in this movie. Um, I also will take back one of my past complaints. Um, one of the things that I, when I remembered this movie, rather than when I watched it again. I remembered there was only one ship that was there when Chewie boarded the ship. But when you're there, there's very much obviously two ships. Like oh, the yeah. scene, that scene. And I was like, yeah, I have to take that argument back on, on your on your podcast, CJ, because that was one of my arguments when me and Ty were comparing the, the trilogies. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, yeah, we're just going to, you know, magically have a ship appear. No, well, it was there the whole time. Yeah, and it- I mean, probably like if you pause it, you can see too. But they probably didn't want to show like too obviously because they wanted they wanted the audience to think that Chewie was dead, right? Like that was the oh, point. Yeah. So like, yeah, it. That's one of the things that that bugged me. Like like you said, like when I'm remembering this movie, I think when you actually watch the movie, it's not that bad. It's just a lot of stuff that I like. I think about when I think of Rise of Skywalker that gets me going. Where like actually mm-hmm. watching it, Chewie was dead for maybe 15 minutes, longer than I thought. I remember like. It's it feels like he's like oh he's dead and then the next scene he's alive again like they actually got to deal with it the crew like kind of got together and had like a they all held hands and said for Chewie and stuff like we wouldn't have gotten mm-hmm. all that cute stuff and yeah I don't know it was another plot device there's a lot of like it's very this is a very plotty movie like it's just one thing mm-hmm. like scavenger hunt people call it but like I I think I I like it and Chewie's a big part of Star Wars of course he should have oh, yeah. some sort of role in this movie it's a little weird that they used used them really just for this but um yeah i i think i'm 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 coming around on on that part even though it's even though it's not like gonna trick me again like it tricked me the first time i watched it like it's still right it's it's interesting to see our characters deal with the death of chewie who's like beloved to all the fans and like i'm sure to these characters too we haven't seen all of their adventures together but like chewie's the best of course he's probably friends with all of them like it would really sting to lose him so it I think it was a good moment. Oh yeah, for sure. No, I I remember being really upset because I was like, oh my god, this movie's not taking risks. They didn't kill off Chewie, they didn't kill off yep. C or they didn't make C three PO forget uh like for like the whole movie and yeah. stuff, like who his friends were. But I was like, Okay, well this movie was kinda like, you know, more of like rap, like you said, wrapping up the Skywalker saga. Like they didn't need all those like little details. They wanted like everything to like end in like a happier tone yeah. overall. So I totally get why you know they didn't take those certain risks that I remember complaining about. Yeah, like I would, I would recommend watching this movie as like just think of it as like you're a casual fan. You're like I've seen all the Star Wars. Let's see how they wrap it all up. And you like watch it through like kind of nostalgia is the wrong word, but like I don't know, like watching like Luke lift that X wing out of the swamp, like 
I don't need to see that as a, as a Star Wars fan. Like, I've seen no. X-Wings be lifted out of swamps before, but, like, just hear the music swell and be like, okay, this is a direct callback to Empire Strikes Back. It's it's bringing people back to their, their childhoods, and I, I think oh, uh, yeah. it's looking for stuff like that, like Palpatine kind of bringing the prequel kids back. Like, it feels bigger than just, like, the Star Wars movie that came out in 2019. It feels more like, well, 2019? I think that's when it came out it, yeah, it feels it more like out. yeah like this is a culmination of everything and obviously it's, it's it i don't think it's a perfect culmination of everything but like i like to i like to watch it just through the fact of like yeah they've got all these pieces on a on a board let's see what they do with them i'm mm-hmm. glad they didn't kill off c-3po or chewy um because i love those characters but like yeah I, we, we didn't want it to be too much of a downer uh so then i get into one of my favorite uh portions uh one of the favorite creatures we get introduced to, Babu Frick. Hey! <laughs> hey, hey! Oh, he's the best. Uh, he, he's so much fun, and I'm I'm so happy that they introduced his species, the Azelans, I want to say. Yeah, no, uh, into <laughs> Yeah, into Mandalorian. Oh, my gosh. That's I'm just I'm so happy that like we got we got to see more of them because they're just all uh, like overall like really fun creatures to watch. Not gonna lie. Yeah, like you can just see like they're like puppets. Like you can see like their strings getting pulled as they're walking. It's like mm-hmm. oh man, this is this is good Star Wars. I mean, Boba Frick. I guess there were there were a couple new characters in this. I guess I said they're throwing a bunch of characters on a, on a board and playing with them. Like we got introduced to. Zori Bliss, Babu Frick mm-hmm. as like the two um, on on Kajimi, and then uh, Janna um, on that Endor system planet. It wasn't Endor, but it had the Death Star wreckage. That planet. Like, oh yeah, yeah. Like every Star Wars movie, like you kind of add someone to the crew, and like you didn't really get that for the first half of this movie. It's like we already have the crew, we have got a full crew, and we're gonna run to all these missions, and we're gonna go from here to here to here. It was it was good that even though it was kind of in the tail end of the movie, that we did pick up some characters to like wonder like okay what's 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 Janice's story and we got a little bit of that backstory and now we can i don't know one day they'll probably spin off and do something but it didn't feel like it was only only a culmination of the movies like it did feel like we were getting some like substance and that like oh here's some new characters that we can tell stories with i'm glad it oh, was yeah. just a complete nostalgia fest and we actually got to meet some new faces i i liked the that lady with the destroyed Death Star, because you know you found out her and her whole group were former First Order um, stormtroopers, yeah. And so that was really cool that like uh, Finn got to have that connection. Oh yeah, they're they're totally gonna do something with that, and maybe this is a good time to talk about. I don't remember if this was one of your complaints, but one of the complaints of the sequels overall is like Finn kind of got sidelined a little bit. Um, I can definitely see that, but I, I don't think like it's necessarily over Finn's story to no. still get something, but like, yeah, it, it does feel a little crummy that like he was, I don't know, supposed to be like the co-lead of the Star Wars sequels. And he kind of got, Ray kind of got more of the, the spotlight than he did. And um, Star yeah. Wars movies are huge and he didn't really get that opportunity as much. Do you feel that way or am I putting words in your mouth? Uh, Well, okay. My personal thought would have been like, if it was my first watch through, I would have agreed, but watching it the second go through around with like back them all being back to back, yeah. I honestly think like my uh, like my personal opinion and take on it is that they didn't 
like with Force uh, Force Awakens, they didn't make Finn try to be the the main character, you know. No. Um, yes, he held the lightsaber. Yes, it would have been interesting to see if he was for like how force sensitive he was, if at all, right? Yeah. But like he, the first two movies, he was all about trying to get away from the fight and stuff. And then oh, the third yeah. movie was I'm joining the fight. Exactly. He has. I think he has a good arc. It's just there's a lot of people that like. I, again, I don't want to put and... words in people's mouths, but like they, they they think you need it. You need to be a Jedi to have a character arc. And I know there's actually been comments from John Boyega about it, so I don't want to like poo poo it too much. But like, I think he got a pretty good arc. I totally want to see oh, yeah. more of Finn's story, whether that's him becoming a Jedi, Stormtrooper Rebellion, whatever it is. I would love to see it because I think Finn's a really fun character. But I, I am. I am mostly satisfied with with his story in in the sequels because yeah, like you said, oh, yeah. like he's all about Ray. Like all he does is scream Ray in the first two movies, basically, and then he kind of learns some some life lessons. Gets actually go out in the galaxy in Last Jedi, and then now we get to see him kind of step into the, like the leadership role in uh, Rise of Skywalker. Oh yeah, for sure. No, I got I like when it comes down to it. Yeah, that that was definitely his plot in the first movie by the end of the second movie like he was he was there for the fight yeah you know i forget what the crystal planet is called uh, crate crate yeah but you know he was willing to sacrifice his life for the rebel or for the resistance he was really on the fight <laughs> so like you know he was able to like after being saved by um oh my god i'm rose. forgetting her name rose after being saved by Rose, he got to step back and really like, okay, but like, I still want to be a part of this fight, but like, maybe not to that extent, but I do want to like lead. I want to like help the resistance finally take down the emperor and the first order. Yeah. Which in this is the final order. <laughs> the first order was only the beginning. <laughs> Like you mentioned, uh, you mentioned Rose a little bit. That that is also one of my complaints. Is that like we got introduced to, like like I said, we pick up new characters every movie. We picked up Rose in eight, and then she was there in nine. But like she stayed back while everyone else went on the mission. Like she had, yeah, she kind of had to be the one to like act for Leia because Leia you couldn't have Leia say all the lines. So I, I get that somebody had to do that. It just it felt a little weird, especially because of all like the. She got some fan backlash after eight, and it just felt like they were holding her back. I don't know. No, I, yeah. I hope we, if we see more of Ray and Finn in the future, I mean, I'm sure we'll also see more of Rose. So I'm sure they have chances to flesh her out a little more. But oh, yeah, this movie sure. had a lot to do. But I, yeah, I do wish there was a little bit more Rose or a little bit more substance there. But minor complaints. Um, so I'm going to go into my biggest gripe with this movie still to this day okay. is the force healing yeah and i'm just gonna just say that like it feels like an abuse of the force in my opinion uh and it's good it just kind of felt cheap like it was just like a cheap cop-out um uh, to like use the force like that i don't know like and especially since this is the first time we've ever seen it used, I it just I was like, we we could have used this at so many other points. <laughs> and yeah. and just to see it finally be used in this movie, like I think that is my biggest gripe. Like I was like, okay, if there's like 
is there if there was like hints like in other Star Wars contact leading up to this that we like could see something like that I wouldn't complain but like they just like really like just made the force healing thing specific to this movie and I feel like that is one of the reasons why like a lot of people didn't like this movie because I know I'm not the only one that had that gripe with it yeah, any, anytime there's, like, a new Force power or something, like, if you have a big backlog of Star Wars that it hasn't been in, it's going to feel a little a little weird. And I, th- I think they're already starting to kind of, like, talk about it in, like, High Republic. Oh, the book I read on, on my porch this morning, I read a High Republic book, and, like, someone's like, oh, couldn't you just heal them? Like, oh, no, it's a special trait that only certain people can do. Like, they're already, like, trying to talk around it, which I think really? is a little weird. Like, but they're, they're, they're trying to make it fit. In this movie... I yeah, I wasn't a huge fan of it either, just because I don't I don't think they really did much with it. Like, it was, yeah, cheap. I think cheap is the word you use. I, I feel that too. And that it's like, oh, we're we're gonna heal Ray and then heal Ben and then like they just kept healing each other until somebody died. I'm like, this is a weird way to end a movie. <laughs> like, yeah, no. Um, I liked it like with healing the creature, um, like healing the the snake's wound on, on under the the sand, and then that kind of led to like BB-8 healing the. The little droid Dio later on. I'm like, oh, that's cute. We're healing things. But then, like, oh, no, to have that actually be, like, how the movie ends. Like, how the movie choosing, ends. Choosing who lives and dies. Um, yeah. And it's it was a little weird. And I, I, I don't know if I'd say, like, it's an abuse of the Force, but, like, it's it's definitely something that, like, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. Yeah, that's, that's one I, I might have to think about a little more. Yeah, I, like... You know, I might be going too far with it, but at the same time, like that is just my personal view. Like that is my biggest takeaway from this watching this a second go through, is that I still just can't get behind the idea of force healing, at least not like to the impact it had with the ending. Yeah, yeah, it was it was such a big part of the movie when when you think about it. It's like that's determining we we didn't have a ton of characters bite it in this movie, and like that's how we decided. Like, um, yeah, I. I guess yeah, my maybe my big thing with it is I don't think they should have killed off Ben Solo. I feel like No. We've done that before, like you have the bad guy turn good at the end and then die. Like we did that with Vader. I was hoping for like something different. Like he has to live with the consequences and they, they really spun like this Ray and Ben love story thing through Last Jedi, Rise of Skywalker. I I was <laughs> hoping for a happy ending in my finale Star War, but <laughs> maybe I'm crazy. Okay. Can we talk about that real quick? Yeah. Um, okay, okay. Your thoughts on Raylo? <laughs> My thoughts on Raylo is a little, honestly, a little weird. It's, uh, I don't know what it is about, like, Star Wars with uh, kissing relatives, but essentially that's how <laughs> I view it. Because um, basic, well, okay, think about it. Palpatine impregnated Shmi with the Force, right? No, no. <laughs> That's I mean, maybe I don't. I don't think we know, but that's that's one way you could think about it. But I don't think we have proof of that, and I don't want proof of that now that Ben and Ray are a thing. I mean, honestly, that's how I've always viewed it, and that's how like I've understood it is like somehow because Palpatine had a like yeah knew about Anakin from the start, essentially. I know. Yeah. How about here? How about this? How about, how about we say Plagueis did it? <laughs> how about we say Plagueis did it? Yeah, just, to, just to avoid the incest. 
Oh, God. Yeah, I guess. But, like, <laughs> I'm just saying that if it is Palpatine, Ray is his granddaughter, and therefore Anakin is related to Palpatine. So if you go down the line, they're, like, distant relatives that fucking kiss at the end. And I'm I like, mean, oh, my God. <laughs> not even granddaughter. Like, technically, like, she's the daughter of a clone of him. So, like, I would say True. that's to daughter. True. It's even worse. No, yeah. <laughs> so. Oh, if, okay, incest aside. <laughs> not, I, not, I know, but, but I'm, 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 I was just saying, like, I was like, that's a conversation that, like, I don't really want to have, but, like, at the same time, I don't want to, like, gloss over the fact that, like, Star Wars is being Star Wars again. <laughs> yeah, this time, on, this time with a little bit more knowledge of it, because, like, I don't think George knew what he was doing in the original no, movie. Son, no, he probably didn't. But yeah, yeah. If that's if that's an attempted connection to the original trilogy, that was a weird thing to connect on. But, <laughs> um, no, I. Yeah, like I think by the Rise of Skywalker, I shipped it, but it it did start as like a very weird like like he's the villain. It was an abusive relationship. I don't know. Yeah. If, yeah, I guess if they both. <laughs> If they both loved each other by by the end of it, who who are who are we to judge? <laughs> so, um, <laughs> getting off that topic real quick. So. Okay, good, good. Maybe this is why um, I hung up on you. Yeah, maybe, maybe you were like, "No, bro, I'm I'm not listening to this." <laughs> <laughs> um, getting off of that real quick though, uh, General Hux being the spy. Um, gave me Agent Callus vibes, but like to a lesser degree because Agent uh, Agent Callus is better from Rebels. Yeah, Hux. How do I feel about Hux? I, that's another thing that kind of bugs me. Is like, well, we're, we're introducing that there's a spy at the beginning of this, and we know that somebody in the first order is a spy, and you kind of have like two guesses. You have Hux, or you have the new character Pride. Mm-hmm. It's like okay, maybe it's Hux. That could be interesting. It's just I feel like I felt it felt like a waste of his character. But I guess it's the end of the trilogy, so like he's got to die anyway. But I, I don't yeah. know, like the 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 whole like I, I I I don't I don't care if you win. I just want Kylo to lose. Like I think the line is cheesy, but I I do like that as a motivation for him. It's just like we kind of got that you maybe didn't need to say it. I feel like the, the plot that they chose for him was fine. It's just like there were little things about it that I didn't like. But for the most part, like yeah, he's a he's a conniving little squ- I don't squirrel. That's a weird thing to call somebody. I don't know. He's just a little like a rat. <laughs> I, no, yeah, he's not somebody you root for. I'm glad to just see him dead. But like, I don't know. Maybe you could have done it a little bit differently. But my minor gripe on my end. Well, okay. So this led into a thought I had and stuff. So. General Pride had been around since the Empire days, right? I think that's what. Sorry, I, I walked away from my microphone. Um, that's what we're supposed to believe based on the conversation that he has with Palpatine. It's like, as as gotcha. I've served you in the old wars, I'll serve you now. I don't know if that means old wars, meaning uh, Empire or Republic. He's probably old enough to have served in both. Probably, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's he's loyal to Palpatine. I don't really know how he got into the First Order then, because, like, First Order was separate from Palpatine right. until this movie. So, like, he must have, like, been sent from Mexico to, like, infiltrate or something. 
Well, this is now the final order, so <laughs> it's no longer the first order. He's not associated with the first order. So. Sure. Were they the final order <laughs> at the beginning of the movie, though? Uh, I'm pretty sure it was announced the final order was a thing at the very beginning when Palpatine revealed all the all yeah. the ships. Okay, but like before Palpatine's broadcast that says that he was alive or whatever, the first order didn't know, or like most of the people in the first order didn't know. And then it's like, okay, we're gonna oh, yeah. take all these ships from Palpatine. Now we're the final order. So I'm pretty assuming much. I'm assuming Pride was a first order officer before. Yeah, then. probably. So yeah, I. He he appeared in one book, like after Return of the Jedi, Shadow of the Sith, and he was like a. I think he was more like just like corporate security or something. Mm-hmm. So maybe there's more story to be told with them. I'm just yeah, I'm interested to know like if he has a connection with Palpatine and he's in the First Order. How come like he knows about Palpatine, but like the Kylo, the Supreme Leader, doesn't until the beginning. Right. Of the I'm guessing Snoke knew, but like there are things that like. Kylo didn't know as the leader of an organization, but his underlings do. That's kind of an interesting thing to play with, maybe. No, yeah. Well, what I was going to get down to is, you know how Hux is trying to trick Pride into, like, you know, they they got me and blah, 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 blah. And then, you know, Pride just turns around, shoots Hux and turns back. Yeah, I wanted to know your take on it because I was like, if he was a part of like the Empire, let's say, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, maybe he had the knowledge about uh, Agent Callus and like the trick he played. So Ooh. maybe like if he was from the past and had that knowledge about that spy, maybe he didn't like he knew not to fall for this trick with this spy. If that makes sense. So you weren't the uh, only one picking up on the Callus to Hux uh, similarities. Pride yeah. right there with you. Okay. Maybe. So, yeah, that could be interesting. I don't know. I was like, well, I was like, it would make sense then because if he served Palpatine in like even just the Empire alone, that would make sense if he knew. Because I was like, the 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 Callus stuff, I imagine, would not have um gone under radar like been hush hush like the big officers like oh, pride yeah. would have known about like it and i'd imagine would have known details so yeah. um i'd imagine like... he could he could probably like piece things together yeah that could tie in like with like andor and the isb like isn't that what the isb they're like they're kind of like the internal affairs kind of thing like they mm-hmm. sure that that all the officers are are still loyal to the empire and stuff maybe it maybe it'd be cool to see like Pride as like an ISB agent or something in that. True. We've already had Andor season one, but like, I don't know. That would make sense as like a role for him if he's if he's so good at finding spies. Like, of course he would be. Um, I don't know in that similar training in the Empire. No, yeah, so he'd have similar roles in the Empire as he does in the First Order. But. So, but no, that's just my own personal like thought on like that whole like little scene. I know it's like you know, 30 seconds long, but I still think it, it's interesting enough to, like, theorize about that. Yeah, he's a fun character to theorize about. Like, he's a... I forget... What's the actor's name? He's been... I think he... Uh, Rich, Richard E. Grant. Yeah, I don't mm-hmm. I don't know a lot of his other stuff, but he, he just seems like a really good actor, and it seems like such a big get for, for Star Wars. I remember, like, when he was cast, there was all these rumors, like, oh, is he going to be Grand Admiral Thrawn? Is he going to be this guy? Like... I'm glad that he got to just be like 
his own character and it, it was interesting enough as like a new first order final order whatever character that like i want to hear more about now um let's see what else i still find it so weird knowing that like she uh, ray was you know originally like um like a palpatine i know that at the end of the movie uh we'll we'll talk about that when we get to the end but she like when she found out she was a palpatine like that that was kind of like shocking to me like like out of all characters she could have been related to she was a palpatine i'm we probably should have seen it coming just by the fact that palpatine's in the movie like but i i remember like that that you're a palpatine that line that line like took me out of the movie when i first watched it in theater i'm like this is like all the the crazy youtubers that are like saying like oh she's a kenobi she's a palpatine she's like they they the last two movies kind of made it like oh she's her own person she it doesn't matter who she's related to it's kind of like the vibe i got from it at least from mm-hmm. the last Jedi. i was like coming out of the last Jedi being like okay let's now now we can forget about the past we let the past die let's move forward have a fun finale but like then they're like take i feel like they're taking a step back by saying like you're a palpatine um so that that line <laughs> that line really jarred me but like I think it works fine. It's like, it's doubling down. It's saying like, yeah, it doesn't matter where you come from. You can come from anywhere, be a hero, blah, blah, blah. Okay. It doesn't matter where you come from. You could be, you could come from the worst person ever made and you can still be a hero. So like the the messages are similar that I'm okay with it. It's just, it was, yeah, it was very jarring. Um, and, but, but with that being said, it does make sense that after she finds out she's a Palpatine, she fully embraces the dark side it feels like for a uh, for a little bit there and like she doesn't want anything to do with her friends and and or kylo and like just straight up fights kylo and runs off and tries to hide like um like luke like during that whole thing but i also enjoyed that kylo versus ray fight we got like that was the second one of this trilogy and it was a pretty good one the like on force the, time one i forget where we the, are Oh, the we were on uh, the Death Star, the destroyed Death Star. Yeah, yeah, that's a fun one. This was a fun one to have with earbuds in, like I told you, like because I remember watching, Mm -hmm. watching it in theaters, and it's like I think in the trailer they had Duel of the Fates going over it, so I was like I was ready for some Duel of the Fates action, and then like there Mm -hmm. was no music during the fight, so I was like kind of let down in the theater for a really stupid reason, but like the fight itself is really cool, and like just the sound of like I had the earbuds in, like the sounds of like the, the. crashing water like all around them like it was a really like visually and auditorily auditorily stimulating it was it was, it was, mm-hmm. it was, it was a good fight <laughs> no yeah i also liked how it how it ended too was like it ends with like leia's death and that's why like ray freaked out and left and then we got like Ben Solo, like, this is no longer Kylo Ren, like, this is Ben Solo realizing his mom had passed, and, like, I know you or did the, um, I think it was both TikTok and Twitter you posted it, Um, but you hear Chewie's, like, yell from, like, that scene into seeing Kylo. You really are my number one fan, aren't you? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I that I'd never noticed that the first time, but like yeah, they've got Chewie screaming after finding out that Leia's dead, and then like it cuts to Ben just like looking longingly 
out at the ocean, at, like the calm ocean after his fights, and he's about to get visited by the ghost of Han Solo or whatever. But like, yeah, mm-hmm. you got Chewie's scream kind of like inner, inner cutting those, and I think that's significant because like Chewie meant a whole lot to 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 Kylo too. So maybe Kylo is actually like hearing yeah. that through the forest, or I don't know. Well, so what I had wrote was uh, Leia's death was very imp- impactful. Not only was she in character, you know a loved freedom fighter leader along with Chewie being like his yell. I remember it was like he yelled because that was like his last living like friend left. Like, yeah, last of his like old friends. I, I mean, I would yeah. say like all the new characters are his friends too, but like, yeah, yeah like, but, like the from the original. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Lando's there. They have some history, but like, yeah, the, the tight crew of Leia, Luke, Han, Chewie, the droids, I guess. Yeah, that that's he just he's yeah. he's burdened with just everyone that he knows has a little, has less of a lifespan than him. He's he's seen all of his friends die. It's it's sad. Yeah, but I was I was like, not only in character was it sad, but also Carrie Fisher actually passing away. Yeah. So I was like, it had like a double impact for both the character Leia and the real life situation yeah. of Carrie Fisher. I think, as a whole, Star Wars has done a really good job of kind of sending off Carrie. Because, like, mm-hmm. I feel like when she died, Rogue One was in... I think Rogue One was in theaters when she died. So, like, you had the final scene of Rogue One with her saying hope or whatever. And that, that got mm-hmm. me geared up. And then, like, she had already recorded her scenes for Last Jedi. So, like, when Last Jedi came out and she's dead and in space. And then she opens up her eyes and moves. It's like, that was so shocking to me. Because I'm like, I, I figured they were going to kill off the character. Mm-hmm. I was like, no, she gets to live on. That was so empowering. And then, yeah, and then Rise of Skywalker, she gets, she gets another send off. So, I, and then the Kenobi show, you get Little Late. Like, I, I, right. I think Star Wars has handled it really well. Obviously, like you don't want to capitalize off of, off of uh, somebody who's who's passed, but like her, her family's okay with all the. I don't know, like Billy yes. Lord, her daughter is in this movie. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it seems like the family's okay with it, and I'm I'm just glad we've gotten all this closure on on Carrie because yeah, she she left very suddenly. No, yeah. Um, you just mentioned the like the Force Ghost almost of Solo, right? Yes. Um, it was so shock. Like it's still shocking to me that Harrison Ford came back uh, to do this small little role. Yeah, I was like, of course it was probably for the money, but <laughs> like, it's just it's Harrison Ford, and I'm like, dude, he hated Star Wars and <laughs> stuff like that. His time on Star Wars, so the fact that they got him back for Force Awakens and then killed him off, like that was one of the agreements. Uh, yeah, it was like, okay, if I, yeah, if, <laughs> if I come back in the Force Awakens, you're killing me off. <laughs> um, but to have him come back again in this movie. Honestly, as a fan, I was totally shocked. Like both in film and like right now, like still like after rewatching that, I'm still like, I still can't believe they got Harrison Ford to come back again. Yeah, and I, I think, I think that's my favorite scene in the whole movie too. It's it's so good, like that. Oh, yeah. Like oh, and it yeah, goosebumps because like we were not expecting it because yeah, all the outside of behind the scenes stuff of him not wanting to be in Star Wars or whatever, but like. It's it wouldn't have been a finale without him. I'm so glad they got him. Oh um, yeah, like he's such an iconic character, and yeah, Harrison Ford himself is just like a huge name. He steals the screen whenever he's on. Like it was, 
it was so well done. That, I think that's one of my favorite parts. Yeah, and then vice versa, we get uh, Luke Skywalker coming back as a Force ghost, you know, getting ready to, you know, go, go to Exegol and stuff, take down the final order type of of deal. But then we also, because of that, we get Ben Solo's redemption arc too. Mm -hmm. So this last portion of the movie was just so much fun. Um, Ray giving the... uh, where the uh, resistance needs to go and stuff. Yeah, and like then... leading the resistance through the like the what what do you, I don't know what to call it. on whatever's between the unknown regions and us, like all that gooey stuff. It looks like mm-hmm. quantum realm from Marvel or whatever. Like yeah, that was that was fun. Like the whole like the speech from Poe and Finn just hyping up the resistance and like the music is like slowly building and then all of a sudden it's like bombastic and they're flying through space following Ray. Like yeah, the whole like third act of this movie is the third whole third act of any like end of a trilogy Star Wars movie is phenomenal, but like this one, like fist pumping in the air, like yeah, really oh, good, yeah. really good moments. Um, what's it called? I do also like that. Um, I I didn't remember this portion of information, but I liked how the Emperor developed all the Star Destroyers to have the ability of the Death Stars, <laughs> where they were all like planet destroyers, like. That I was like, yeah, they did that just because it's, you know, the big, big movie type of deal. But I was like, <laughs> also, that's kind of, I was like, but that's kind of cool, legit. Like, they they compacted it down to the point where it could be in the Star Destroyer versus making another Death Star, you know? Yeah, like, of course, that's what Palpatine's working on when he's in hiding for 30 years. Like, he's working on his Sith science, getting himself cloned, getting the Force in his clone body or whatever. But also, yeah, he loves a good Death Star. Let's, let's make a bunch of them. It's awesome. So I love Palpatine. He's he's such such a like goofy villain. Or I mean, not goofy. He's dead serious. But like, just his his schemes. Uh... Oh, <laughs> I, I I forgot. I even had this note. I just was going through. I was like, okay, we talked about that and that. <laughs> Random note: the Porgs are cute. Por- oh, where did we get porks in this one? I uh, back to the island. When, when, yeah, we went back to the island when she, when Ray was hiding before Luke like came and like brought her the uh, the X wing out of the water. Gotcha. Uh, there were porks. <laughs> Love the porks. <laughs> I was just like, that's so funny. I was like, God, I can't believe. Like, it was just, it was not necessarily a needed thing, but it was just like, yeah, yeah that's cool. <laughs> Porgs are cool. Uh, Porgs are cool. I also liked how, um, what's it called? Luke gave her Leia's lightsaber. Yeah, that was and... that was like a, a weird like, hey, you're gonna take this Dexagol, and she didn't like question him or anything. But it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, you're gonna need this. <laughs> like he yeah, knew, and that... he's seeing the future. He knows what's gonna happen. Like probably some like world between world stuff in there, like where he can see what the Force wills, and he knows that everything's gonna be okay. And I don't know, it was comforting. Oh, yeah. And then, like, also, like, the whole, like, raising the X-Wing out of the water. Cool little, you know, thing back to uh, Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, I didn't like it the first time I saw it because I'm like, oh, this is this is too much. This is too cheesy. This is too much of a connection. But yeah, now now I smiled when I watched it last night. So I'm I'm good with that. (laughs) I don't know why I was ever not good with that. (laughs) So um. Out of curiosity, Korriban was originally the homeworld of the Sith, right? 
uh, this is not my area of expertise, uh, but I, that sounds right. Like I where think... they originally like split off from like the actual Sith species, and I don't know. I don't know that stuff. Okay. Well, I'm I'm pretty sure it was Korriban. Mm-hmm. Um, that because like just my memory or whatever um, of it, but then they made it Exegol. Uh, my notes on Exegol is, dear God, they like went full on like creepy, uh, especially for this ending scene with like the cult behind Palpatine's chair, yeah. like chanting and whatnot. And yeah, they made him sound like the. I, I always picture like the Duel of the Fates, like Darth Maul theme and uh, Phantom Menace, like where it's like a, mm-hmm. a chorus. I just picture that as like all these Sith <laughs> in a room just singing. <laughs> like, um, it was yeah, so creepy. I, I love the design of X Skull, like like just the the noise that the lightning makes when it strikes. It's like oh, and yeah, I don't I don't know like if I know X Skull was new for this, and yes, there I'm sure there was a homeworld of the Sith and Legends and all that. Corban probably that's that sounds right. I think there was even one like in Clone Wars, like Mor- Moraban or something. I don't yeah. Know. Uh... But yeah, wherever it is, like the Sith are like so unknown. They're like this mysterious presence. There's there's two of them. I bet we get more like when we get uh, like the Acolyte or whatever that comes out next year. We'll kind of learn more about the history of the Sith. But like, yeah, I love so. that like nobody really knows where they come from. There's this this legend says they come from Exegol, but like, I mean, they probably did because they showed it in the movie. But like. <laughs> I, I really like just the, the mystery around the Sith and that's why they're always going to be a part of Star Wars. Like I think a lot of mm-hmm. people for the sequels are like, okay, Sith are done. We killed the Emperor. We killed Vader. I want a new villain. And we got the First Order, which kind of felt like Empire Part 2. I, maybe they could have done something where it's like pirates or like some other faction that could have been more interesting. But like since they kind of stuck with Empire Part 2, First Order, it felt so right that the Sith would be involved, that there would be a Sith that survived. Like, when it comes down to it, like, just good versus evil, that's what I want, like, the core of Star Wars to be. So, like, it's, it's, if you, if we have Jedi characters, I want to see a Sith. I want to see, I want to see, like, the, the ideologies collide. And I don't know. I'm, I'm glad that we got a, a Sith homeworld. But I'm, I'm, I'm curious to see what they do with it. Cause, like, they're, they're talking about how they're going to go in the past and in the future with these Star Wars projects. And yeah, I, I'm excited to see where, where all that goes. Oh, yeah, for sure um what's it called i <laughs> i have this whole note so when you get to see ray meeting up with palpatine i just i love ian mcdermott i think that's how, how you say yeah. his name yep. uh, i love i dude i love him as palpatine like legit like he plays that role so good and he just it makes it. me so excited whenever i get to see him play palpatine yes. like it's just it's just so much fun. Uh, I I made a note. I'm like, yeah, I know a lot of people give this movie a lot of shit for you know Palpatine being the big bad, but I personally, as a fan, I just I love the fact that he got to play Palpatine again. Yes, so. like imagine imagine this move this exact movie, except you sub up Palpatine, which is some random Sith Lord, get a new actor for it. It could have still been fine, but like Palpatine, it's just the the voice. The long have I waited for my grandchild. It's like he's he's hilarious he's hamming it up all the time and it's like also a nod to us prequel fans like it was so perfect for the finale of star wars i Mm -hmm. it's a little weird that he's back get over it it's awesome (laughs) i don't know i i love i guess i love palpatine mcdermott i want him in everything it's fun to see him like cameo in the obi-wan series Mm -hmm. get him a little bit in bad batch this year like 
you, I mean, I don't know how old Ian McDermott is, but like, let's get him and everything <laughs> while we still have him <laughs> because he's the best. No, yeah. Um, I know we talked about this briefly, but uh, I still think Ben Solo versus the Knight of Wrens is probably one of my favorite scenes from this yep. movie. Yeah, I, I think I said something similar too. Yeah, that's 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 a fun one. Um, let's see. I did like like the whole like space battle, like how hopeless like it felt for Poe and Finn and stuff like that. Like they were just like they were losing hope, losing hope, losing hope until Lando and Chewie came in. Like that was just yeah. that was so satisfying. Like it brought hope back to like the all the resistance and like yes, people still believe in this fight and whatnot. Yeah. And they're and they're just people. That, that's that yeah. was that was kind of a powerful thing that I I feel like Star Wars as a whole could have built that up a little bit more. If it, it, it was mm-hmm. impactful in this movie, but like, like we saw a bunch of ships that we didn't really recognize. We saw some that we did. So like, you kind of get the sense like, oh, these are just the people of the galaxy rising up. I think it would have been cooler if like throughout the nine film saga, we got to meet more of like the the side characters that like like pirates and right. stuff that are like helping. Like there's, I think I talked about this on. Well, you've listened to all my episodes on the. Uh, the Crimson Courser, the guy that wears all red, looks like General Grievous. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. what if that guy was like a main character or like a more pronounced character in the sequels? Like, and then see him sure, show yeah. up, like that. I think could have been better. But I'm, I'm I'm nitpicking. I do love the fact that it's just people showing up because that's that's what Star Wars should be about. Is just like good people rising up to throw throw over oppressive regimes. Like, yeah. I, we I, also I, get I, a return uh, during this scene too. The return of Wedge. Yep, return of wedge. Did I sound disappointed? I mean, I know he's not that big of a character, but still, <laughs> nonetheless, like I still freaked out when yeah. when, when we got wedge, just like when we first watched it no. in theaters. Yes, because yeah. I was I was just like, wow, they, he's still alive. Like I didn't I didn't even know that. Like it was so cool. It's just such a minor character from the the original trilogy. Yeah. and he's back and, and and that's why they did it right like yeah they're like oh yeah this guy's around let's put him in there it was fun to see him i i i don't like it because i read the books and they snap wexley minor character from the sequels like Poe's friend he dies and then in the next scene wedge shows up that that was like his adoptive stepdad like they they loved each other and like your son just oh. died and now you're like smile it's it, it's it's it took me out of this. no <laughs> yeah stupid reason to be taken out of the movie because I read a book, but um, no, it's good to see Wedge again, and I hope we see more of him. But yeah, it, that that always bugs me a little bit. It's just like, could we have edited a little differently so that we get the happy Wedge moment separate from his son dying, maybe? But <laughs> I don't know. I'm just getting nitpicking. This is the this is the curse of knowing the skinny on Star Wars, <laughs> right? Exactly. I do remember my first reaction to like Ben Solo uh, when he got taken out by Palpatine, like got thrown out, uh, like into the uh, abyss, essentially. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I remember, back. yeah, I remember thinking, "Oh wow, they just like killed Ben Solo." Like, why? <laughs> I was. So, I remember being so mad at that that <laughs> thing, but I also I didn't realize like how little Ben was really in the fight against Palpatine at the end. Like, 
and I don't, I don't, I'm not saying he needed to be. I'm just, I remembered it being a longer fight with Ben having a more important role. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, you're right. He wasn't in there for very long. He, because the whole like I'm all the Jedi. He's at the bottom of this, or he's climbing up this abyss mm-hmm. the whole time. But yeah, it was interesting to see like Ray take on the, the full. I guess she's the main character, but like, yeah. Would it have been more special if it was them standing side by side for the whole time? Maybe. It could have been. Could have been. Yeah, should have, would have, could have. Uh, but like, yeah, I, yeah, I, I do like the I'm all the Jedi. Mm-hmm. See all the fan edits where they like actually show the the characters, and some of those are well done. But I, I think they did did well enough with it. Like it's Ray's story. This is her trilogy. We where you get to hear these fun voices that call us back to the prequels and Clone Wars and all that. But like, it's her fight. And then, yeah, um, Ben's not there. Weird. And yeah, so before we got to all the Jedi talking to Rey, uh, I still think it's crazy that we got the whole, like, Palpatine taking out essentially the, the Navy of um, the Resistance ships, seeing them oh. all fall from the sky. That was so baller. Just him just <laughs> shooting, in, shooting in the sky. And, like, that must oh, be yeah. so terrifying. Like, there's, there's a scene where Poe's like, oh, we're back online. Like... You were just falling through space. Falling from the sky. the planet with no electronics. Like, oh my god. <laughs> no, yeah. I, I, It's so crazy to me to think that, like, that little amount of power uh, Palpatine got from both Ray and Ben, yeah. he was able to do that. Yeah. Um, like, what, what could he do at his peak? We, I feel like we haven't seen right. the peak of Palpatine's energy. Like, in no, the movie, I don't think like, so. Sitting in a chair. We see a little bit in Revenge of the Sith of him just fighting Yoda or whatever, but like, mm-hmm. I guess is that his peak? That can't have been his peak fighting Yoda. No. Like, he was he was fighting for his life there. He could have gone all out. He well, was- yeah, along with like, he just had his fight against Dooku, and mm-hmm. along with I don't think like he's older, you know, and I yeah. feel like his peak could have been his time as an apprentice. True, possibly. Yeah, I don't. And know. That, we've never gotten that. So yeah, and, and clearly, like whatever he was doing during the Empire, like I feel like everything we see him in Empire era, like he's just like behind the scenes. It's like Tarkin calling the shots, or like Masameda, or call back to me and Ty's episode. Um, like he's out doing weird Sith stuff, get more power, more powerful. I, at least that's what I imagine that he's doing. But like we don't really get to see the results of that until. Rise of Skywalker, because, like, we see him in Return of the Jedi, and he's just an old guy in a chair. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I want to know, like, what, what else can Palpatine do? And I, I know he's dead now, and we're probably not going to get a ton more, like, movie content with Palpatine. But, like, there's stuff in the comics with him. Like, just, yeah. I, I want to know what Palpatine can do, because he's, like, he's the Sith. Like, when, when you think no, of the Sith, yeah. I, I think of Palpatine. Like, maybe back in the day, people thought of Vader, but, like, no, Palpatine is, like, the Sith through episodes one through nine of Star Wars. Like, he's he's the man. <laughs> so, did you catch all the names? Uh, like, did you have subtitles on at all for all the names that uh, speak oh, the, to Rey? Um, see if I can rattle them off. I mean, it's mostly, like, there's a couple from each trilogy. Like, you got, like, Obi-Wan and Anakin. You got uh, Luke, Leia... Got Yoda, like the main ones from the movies, but then like I know Ahsoka's in there, uh, Kanan, and then some yep. like minor Jedi. Like 
I don't know, like probably not Kit Fisto. Is Kaito Monday? No. Esther Mundi? I. Uh, <laughs> no. Okay. Good. I. Uh, Luminara. Oh, weird. Ayla Secura. Okay. Uh, Audi. I don't know who Audi is. Dahlia. She's the one. She had like a uh, like white. Like oh, dreadlocks looking things, but she's an alien. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Qui Gon. Oh, duh. Yep. Uh, let's see. No, you covered him. I thought it was crazy that we had Kanan even, yeah, uh, as a voice though. Like that was insane. I I was so happy. I was like, so not only we have Ahsoka to help pay tribute to Clone Wars, but we also have Kanan to pay tribute to Rebels. That's so cool. And he he had like one of the best lines out of mm-hmm. any of it. Like Ahsoka's was like like a really quick one liner, kind of a throwaway line. I mean, they were all good lines. Like his was like in the heart of a Jedi lies her strength or something. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, they were. It, it was it was very well done, and I'm glad they picked. Yeah, I'm glad they picked like Ahsoka and Kanan. Don't we probably didn't need Adi Galia and Ayla Sakura and all them, but like, <laughs> it's good to hear their voices. Good to know they're still kicking around out there. I think Mace Windu was one of them too. <laughs> like, okay. Oh yeah. But yeah, I mean, it totally makes sense for like our our main characters to be in there but i'm glad they they picked some like impactful ones for the fans too so <laughs> before i get into this next note have you watched the princess bride the princess Br- uh no i've seen the princess diaries no. they similar <laughs> no uh the princess bride they have a term where this character is pretty much like dead but he's not fully dead you, you just and they call it half dead and mm. that is how i feel felt the whole time like oh don't worry you know ray's not dead she's half dead <laughs> oh you know and stuff like that so ben can can heal her and stuff bring her back to life yeah. like it's just I, I, that i wish i wish you watched princess bride because uh, dear god it you would have got like or if you ever do you'll get the reference All on right. Mikey and like it's just Pretty much, the character is dead, but they use some, you know, BS like, "Oh no, he's just half dead. He just needs like a potion, or in this case, she just didn't need to be force healed, and she'll be back." I'll, I'll watch so... that you. for you. I, I'll add it to the list. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I just I thought it was so funny. Like, and it honestly that that whole thing doesn't make me like fully hate on this movie i was just like it's just so weird to like have this be the ending of you know the movie yeah yeah i think we we already we already beat it yeah but like yeah like the health bar like you can just see someone's health bar go up and down (laughs) yeah pretty much (laughs) but yeah um i feel like part of it was like in reverse too Oh yeah, like it, it just looked kind of funky too. Like when when Ben goes down, it's like, wait, was he sitting up? But they just reversed the shot. It's, it's just a weird, it's a weird shot. Oh, okay, along with something real quick note from that scene too, you when you feel that Ray is like close to death, right? Mm-hmm. Like in the movie, Finn, like we cut to Finn and he, you could tell he feels it. Yeah, which. I was like, that is like one of the biggest hints that he could still be force sensitive. 
and just hasn't like actually done anything yet you know yeah and i think that's good foreshadowing for whatever they do with him in the future because like yeah he also mm-hmm. had that thing with jana uh on i forget when he said it, but like they had a feeling that they should put their blasters down when they were stormtroopers or like he had a feeling that that the the signals coming from this ship like he's he's they're they're definitely hinting that he's force sensitive it's like what are they oh, yeah. there, though? like in the little lego specials they have him as like ray's apprentice like i, I they could do that that I, but yeah i i'm super curious about finn because yeah i think he's he's a great character and john boyega is like i don't know he's i'm what, what did you know who he was before star wars because like i feel like he's a big actor now uh-uh, i didn't know who he was yeah, i didn't know a bunch of these actors oscar isaac had no idea uh, Daisy Ridley, no idea. Yeah, I don't a bunch think of these. She was like really. I feel like but I also... was in something, but like yeah, like I'm. They weren't super well known actors, and I and I think mm-hmm. that's like part of the charm of like the original trilogy too. Is like, I think Harrison had been in something, but like otherwise it was Mark and Carrie. Like it was their first like huge role. I think um, prequels. I don't really. I think Ewan had been in some things, but like. I think that's very Star Wars to just kind of like find some up and coming actors to like change their lives. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, you you, you totally just you totally just stole like my thoughts and oh, what man. I was about to say. <laughs> no, you're good. Um, my next note: we've already talked about this, but rest in peace, Ben Solo. Uh, wish I could have seen more. <laughs> uh yeah, I don't think we will. No. I, I mean, yeah, the, the, the Ray movie or whatever is like 15 years later. I doubt. Like, if, if it was like a more direct sequel, I'd be like, oh, maybe they, maybe she finds a way to commune with him somehow. Maybe mm-hmm. he could show up for that. It's just like, meh. I feel like Adam Driver is kind of of the Harrison Ford school of Star Wars where I don't think he's going to want to come back. I don't no, know. yeah. But I don't know. I'm, I'm glad we got, we got a lot of him, at least in. Last Jedi, I think, was a big movie for him, um, for for Kylo and for Ben. And we got uh, he was he was probably like the, the co lead. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like Ray was definitely the lead of the trilogy. We got some good oh, yeah. stuff. Got some good post stuff. I would say, like in terms of like screen time, it was probably like Ray, Kylo, Finn. Yeah, you know? I'd say so. Like we got a lot with them. So yeah, I've. It feels weird that he died at the end of it because I wanted like, but it's because something I wanted. I wanted a different story than the Vader story, but like, I don't know. It it felt like like we have this happy ending, but it's not like I don't feel like a hundred percent satisfied at the end of it because like he's dead. Yeah, but, but yeah, no, I I I agree with you though that overall for like this was a pretty overall like happy ending to the Skywalker saga not just this trilogy but the whole Skywalker saga in in general Uh, I did enjoy Rey getting like the different colored lightsaber the yellow lightsaber I think that's kind of cool yeah it's unique um, unique to her Um, I will say that I am amongst the people that kind of cringe whenever I hear the the line Rey Ray Skywalker. Ray Skywalker. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm like, you know, it doesn't like, I'm, I'm not going to hate on it as much as some other people are, but at the same time, it is kind of cringe. A little bit. Yeah, I, me. I, I think I said this like with the Huck stuff too. And there's a couple other areas in this movie where it's like, 
I like the plot decision. Just the dialogue is a little weird. Like just saying Ray Skywalker like that and ending the movie is like, why? Weird. Like, like I get like you, you want to carry on the, the mentors' names and all that. Yeah, but I guess like that's not what I attach to when I watch the sequel trilogy. Because like your mm-hmm. lines like, "Oh, what's your family name, Ray? Like, who are your people? Who are your parents? Like, there's all that stuff." I'm like, okay, we need to address this in the final movie. Sure, I don't see why that had to be the the final shot of the movie though. Like, no, yeah. I, I, I mean, it like, I feel it like it feels like a distraction, like from mm-hmm. what actually happened in the movie, because now people leave the movie and everyone argues about Ray Skywalker versus Ray Palpatine. Like, we don't have no, to have yeah. that argument. She's Ray. Who cares what she chooses for her last name? It's just a weird, like, weird movie choice. No, yeah, I, I feel like it could have been like they could have avoided that hate with it being like Ray, just Ray, or something like that. Like it just. And it could still be a kind of cringe line, but at the same time, it wouldn't have gotten as much hate as the Ray Skywalker line did. And, or maybe like you don't, I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't need to tell the movie makers how to make a movie, but like, no, yeah, like you could have still had like the vision of Luke and Leia. Luke and Leia there. Yeah, just say, my name's Ray. And then like we see that she was really touched by the Skywalkers. Maybe you say Skywalker, maybe you don't, maybe you cut right. I, I I'm not gonna live or die on the Ray Skywalker. No, but like I, Mm-mm. it could have. I feel like it was another like jarring scene. Like you're a puppeteer, or like yeah. I, I don't know. Like, At, weird dialogue choices. At the end of the day, it is four years old movie wise. I'm not gonna hate on this movie. Like this movie has already had four years worth of hate. That yeah. just honestly, in my opinion, now that I've watched this stuff with a more fresh mindset and like i i just i'm like okay still don't like i'd rather watch the prequels or the originals over the sequels personally but i'm not gonna hate on the sequels like as hardcore as i used to like there's you know there's parts and pieces that i didn't like but like i overall thoughts like i it's star wars content i very much enjoyed having like thinking about it i'm happy that we got more star wars content during that time frame than none at all and i i think i'm yeah maybe to kind of start to wrap up like i think this was i every time i watch the rise of skywalker i like it a little bit more and i Mm -hmm. I told you that it's my least favorite i don't know if after this latest watch if i would call it my least favorite though like i think like you I i probably prefer to watch the prequels or the originals I really like The Last Jedi. I think that's one of my favorites. Maybe that's just like where I was at in my life when that one came out. Like, mm-hmm. I think I, got, I really got into Star Wars around that time. So, like, I know I'm a little bit skewed by that, but I, I do think it's a good movie. But this one, yeah, like, I, I gotta, I might rewatch all of them soon. No promise, um, like, when, but like, I, I want to see like where this falls because I had a really good time mm-hmm. with it. So, to end it off, I think the actual ending, though, to this movie was really cool because we got to look out towards the twin sons and that paid, like, tribute to Luke looking out to the twin sons back in 1977 with A New Hope. I thought that was a really cool ending. Yeah, that was a good, just, like, visual visual start of the story, end of the story kind of thing. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, it, ma- it makes it feel complete. Even if there are little things that we didn't like along the way, feels like a complete story complete saga if you will 
Um, <laughs> but yeah, it was a good ending. So, all right, I my I, I started looking at my notes. Um, I think I touched on most of it, but the one thing that I guess was in my head throughout the whole movie was the next Star Wars thing we're getting is Ahsoka. I think True. this movie works as a good like like one two punch. I mean, we haven't seen the Ahsoka show, so how how, how can I say this yet? But like ending with like uh ray like hearing all the voices of the jedi including ahsoka it's kind of like the world between worlds right like she's like looking up into the stars and hearing the voices of jedi i feel like it could yeah. kind of well like this is the first time like in a, on a movie level like the average casual viewer is getting introduced to like the idea of uh the world between worlds even though it wasn't really called that and then you get into the ahsoka show where they're probably going to get into the nitty-gritty of it like I think this could work as like a good one-two punch, so I'm excited to see what that looks like. No, yeah, I think, I think you're probably right. I honestly, I'm with you where it's like I really hope the Soka show is like more in depth than just a Rebels reunion. Yeah, the, I'm sure there'll be an episode of Rebels too, but yeah, because um, I'm sure there's a spinoff coming or something. Um, but oh yeah, I probably. Want... It seemed like from the trailer trailer of Ahsoka, we're going to get a lot of, like, good Jedi, Sith, or Force usury stuff. I don't know if those are Sith or what, but, like, yeah. And it seemed like they're fighting in the World Between Worlds. The logo for Ahsoka looks very World Between Worlds, so. Mm-hmm. I am excited, and just the Ahsoka character is just so interesting to me right now. Like, she's been around for everything. Like, I'm, I, I had the thought, like, now that we know that she's met Luke, like, in the Mando timeline like what was a couple years after originals or whatever but like Mm -hmm. i think ben solo is a child at that point so like has she met kylo like has ahsoka met like some of our main characters from the sequel trilogy like i her character is just so interesting to me because we don't know like when how long she she goes like I, i guess she could die at the end of the ahsoka series but like right she's a voice to to ray at the end of rise of skywalker so she's probably dead by then but like we have a lot of ahsoka story left to tell and that's insane that like she's never like been in a movie other than this one line i guess clone wars technically had a movie like in a like major saga movie yet like she's the character that everyone wants to show about right now she's one of the characters it's like i'm so excited for her to get the spotlight because like everyone's gonna everyone's gonna love her i think I'm very excited. Oh no, yeah. Especially since Rosario Dawson did such a good job as the live action uh, version. I I'm so excited for this show. Yeah. I didn't see Ahsoka, you know, have the the screen of the biggest, you know, the the biggest main character, you know, appearance maybe. Yeah, possibly. I think this might be I mean, I'm obviously I'm obviously excited for every season of The Mandalorian when it comes out. And I love The Bad Batch too. And Kenobi, Kenobi had a lot of hype, but like I honestly feel like I am the most excited for the Ahsoka show than I have been for like anything Star Wars for a while, mm-hmm. which is wild because like I really like Star Wars, but I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm pretty pumped. Fall, it's gonna be huge. So, but yeah. I don't think I have anything else in my notes. I had like some like music and like sound design related stuff because I was watching with earbuds, like. Um, oh yeah. There, oh, there's a lot of good, good, good uh, moments there. But, um, yeah, we don't need to dive into all that. No. Thank you for uh, thank you for uh, coming on to talk Rise of Skywalker. 
of course yeah no i'm i'm really glad that i was able to listen to some of your uh other podcasts that like you know you covered phantom menace with buddy i believe <laughs> and then uh last jedi with kenny and i was like you know what if he's covering movies i want to i want to do one on uh the, La- uh, the uh, rise of skywalker yeah I, so. I was thinking about that a little bit like i yeah i I, I think of my podcast as like I want to give the skinny, and it should be like a, a topic. But like that's a lot of work um, <laughs> to like do research <laughs> or something. And like what what is Star Wars if not like just talking about a movie? And like even like, like so okay, so I've covered three of the nine saga movies. I could have another Last Jedi episode next week, and like I'd have different thoughts. Like I feel mm-hmm. like it's I might do more of just like hey, somebody wants to talk about a movie, let's just talk about that movie. Maybe it's a little, maybe it's coming out of laziness a little bit, but like, I really like just sitting down and watching Rise of Skywalker and writing out some notes because, like, I have thoughts that I haven't had before. And, like, I, right. it's more interesting to have new thoughts on, like, the big Star Wars movie because that's, like, what everybody knows. And that's, like, I don't know. Then, like, oh, I, I, I'm going to foreshadow our next, uh, our next skinny topic and sound like I'm not excited about it, but I really am. Like, or we could dive deep on, like, this pirate character, Hondo Onaka. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> I think part of me, like, really loves, like, the diving deep on a character. But, like, it's also, like, there's something that just hits different about, like, watching a Star Wars movie and thinking about it in a different way that, I don't know, maybe it's more exciting. Which is completely no, yeah. the opposite of what I told you two weeks ago when I said, oh, I, let's let's do the Hondo episode. I don't want to do these other two. I'm very glad <laughs> we did this. <laughs> no, yeah, I... I'm really excited for the Hondo episode, though. I, I have yet to do research, but I knew we were going to do uh, this movie first. Mm-hmm. And, but I'm, I'm so excited. I'm going to be watching through all his Clone Wars and Rebels appearances and then just go through and see if I can find any other, you know, notes on him, which I probably will be able to. So I'm, I'm excited to give the skinny on uh, Hondo. So, sounds like you're going to give the skinny. Uh I how about I you you take the Clone Wars and stuff and I will like I'll see if he's in any books or comics or anything. Okay. I know he's I know he has a book like there's a like kids book all about him. Oh, that's cool. Smugglers Run or it's like a Millennium Falcon book where he's the he owns the Millennium Falcon. I don't know. We'll, we'll get we'll get it we'll get into it on that episode. So, anyways, thanks CJ for having me on. Well, thank you. This was. This was great. Um, yeah, look look forward to the next one. Keep watching Star Wars movies. They're, they're, they're a good time. That, that, that goes for all the audience. Watch Star Wars. Treat yourself. <laughs> all right. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm CJ. You can find me on Twitter at Star Wars Skinny. Do you want to plug anything, Zach? Sure. Uh, well, God, there's a lot of things to plug. Uh, you can find me on two different podcasts. You could find me I'll do the the easier one first. The JMA Studios podcast on both Instagram and Twitter. And then you can find me on the Ty Nisley podcast. And I think that's Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, God, YouTube, TikTok. Like, there, there's a lot. So, just, uh, you, got, you got options to, to reach out to me. So, all right, thanks. Uh, stay skinny, everyone. Uh, we're gonna go stay get skinny. skinny. Now. Right. Zach, you're going to the gym. I, I'll find something. I'll find something. <laughs> yes, sir. All right. See you later, See CJ. Up. Stay skinny. <laughs>